the mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. This week's guest on Mule Talk is a cowboy and a cowboy recording artist from Wisconsin. This cowboy's name is Joe Wallace. Welcome to the show, Joe. Thank you, Cindy. Uh, nice talking with you. Yes. When did you start recording songs? Wow. I'm going to guess it was probably around 1999, I think. I didn't think anybody was doing the Western music anymore. And then a, a friend of mine turned me on to Ian Tyson. That was the first step. And then I found uh, Don Edwards. I got to see a, a PBS special with Michael Martin Murphy and get Don Edwards to do uh, a song called The Cowboy Song that was written by Roy Roberts. And I thought, this is the coolest song ever. And that really kicked me back into what I had loved since I was a kid. That is fascinating. And I do enjoy the Western music and the cowboy songs. Have you gone to some of these contests to enter your music? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't done anything like that. Um, probably uh, should get back to you a little better than that. I've been to the um, Western Music Association functions and was able to do some uh uh, showcases there, and uh, um, so I really need to, uh, well, hopefully get back out. You know, I have a circuit that I kind of work in, and that's kind of what I've been doing now, but if people contact me, I can certainly get out there and, you know, get their function. Um, are, are you for hire if somebody had an, an event? Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Um, I have a guitar and a travel. <laughs> okay. Now, years back, you were a day rider for some cowboys. Tell me about that. Yes. Well, uh, some of my friends that were riding at some of the bigger outfits on, on days, you know, I was doing a lot of music at Bear Lodge where you had been probably stopped in there when you're up at the, in the big orange at the trail ride. So um, when they would need extra help, which generally turned out to be on my days off from playing music, um, I would go out and work with them. And that's my big introduction to Mule. So let me back up a second. And, and tell you this, that with the Cowboys, I'm considered a musician. But when mus- musicians, I'm considered a Cowboy. Okay. okay. But, uh, That's funny. Yeah. So I, I really got to, um, uh, got my feet wet with the mules because typically before that, I was just a horse guy, raised horses and stuff like that and spent a lot of time with them. And you know, being in a mule show, uh, I've really turned around, and I, and I can't say enough about mules. I just love it, you know. Tell me something about the the mule that you was on. Uh, what what was that like? Well, uh, I rode um, generally between the, we had three of them that we used quite a bit. I rode two of them, but one of them uh, was a solo mule, about fifteen hands, and his name was Dan. He was uh, probably had a pretty good handle on him by the time I got there, but. Um, when people say mules are stubborn, I learned to trust them and listen to what he was telling me. We were crossing a, a river one time and the cattle had pretty well muddied up the crossings and he didn't want to go through it. And I thought, okay, you know, I urged him to go on and, and he, no, he didn't get real excited. He just said, no, I'm not going to go. So we went around, picked another spot, which was really no better to me, but he went right through it and no, no problems. Well, the next time, I'm thinking, we don't want to go down this spot. It's pretty rough and rocky and a narrow trail and a good drop-off. He says, no problem, let's go. So I really got to trust in his judgment, you know, uh, 
picking the picking the route we wanted to go. And I was in been in places that you, the horses that I've been around would just freak out, and he would just take it. You know, if we were going through the timber, or he got knocked down once with with a friend of mine. The cattle, you know, when you start to push them and they don't want to go in one direction or the other, they got their calves with them. They get a little uh, the cow get a little uh, uh, ornery, so. He actually got knocked down with this mule, ah. and uh, the mule for a while was very uh, timid. Didn't want to, you know, get out there and do what he had normally done. But I kind of let him pick and choose, choose what he wanted to do, and then kind of made him step out a little bit here and there, do a little bit more, a little bit more. Well, by the end of that summer, he was he was right back to where he was, and. I think I think we both built a little confidence in each other, you know. That's amazing. Wow. So tell me about you would go to the mountains quite a bit and you would do um do songs. You would sing your songs under the big top tent. So this was what, once a year that you did this? Yeah, for the for the Bighorn Trail ride, uh the the um I forget what the name of the ride is right now, but um yeah, I would do that. Uh, usually one night, I, I actually did a whole week, uh, one year when I went out on the ride, I actually did the whole, played the whole week, but yeah, and then I would work at, at Vero Lodge, I would do music up there for, for the tour buses that would come in, and also play the bar in there, so I was pretty busy with music, and then on my days off riding, so it was never a dull moment, but I, I love playing for the trail ride, it's my most favorite place to play. Wow. Yeah, I remember that. It was the high country trail rides in the Bighorn Mountains, and that's where we met, and you were you were singing there. Um, but what's the, what is the Bear Lodge like? I've never been inside there. That was built in the late 20s, I believe, and it's been built up originally with just a single log structure, and of course it's quite bigger now, but the original uh, log structure that was there in the 20s is the main bar area and it's it's pretty rustic you know the log interior and uh the uh stuffed wildlife in there if you will um still still pretty rustic and, and has a lot of atmosphere it's it's the place when you go up in that part of the mountain at Burgess Junction it's the place to visit for sure well, I'm going to have to get inside there sometime. So tell me about these other trail rides that you played at. Okay, I do I do uh, a couple of them around here. They're not, uh, they're, they're probably a little smaller than what um, the high country is. You know, you, they're probably uh, in the 30 rider range, which is okay. I really like the small, uh, small venues, you know, where, where you're, you're pretty close to people. I like that because then I can pick up playing from them. Also, you know, read the, read the uh, people in the, in the audience. And, uh, but it's, they're usually smaller ones. Um, some of them have their uh, regular single spots. They don't vary too much on their trails. And then they have places that they go back to, either uh, just a, a camp uh, set up in the trailers or uh, there's a real nice place that has a uh, building that they're in every year which is a nice setup for everybody. It's all indoors. If the weather gets bad, when they come in after riding, uh, we can build a fire in in the building there and, uh, you know, dry out and relax. Any place that wants me, I'm pretty well willing to play. Okay. Um, Has anybody ever thrown tomatoes at you when you played? 
Um, not really. <laughs> there's, times, there's times I should have thought I thought it should have been behind chicken wire, but um, <laughs> and I and I, and I actually played in places where there was a wall to wall fight. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I, I had to ask. <laughs> And, and, and the wall to wall fight, I didn't, I didn't skip a beat. I just kept going. Really? Oh, Joe. I need to pass. Since we talked about the high country trail ride, I need to pass a howdy on to you. Um, if you remember Bobby and Carrie Morley from uh, Canada. Yes, I do. Oh, that's yeah, neat. They said that make sure I pass along a howdy to you <laughs> and remember you and and uh, had a good time with you. Oh, wonderful. Um, is that ride still going on? Yes, yes it is. And and um in fact I, I just talked to my friends uh that help out for the ride and and it's still gonna be on this year as of right now. Wow, okay, good. Joe, tell me about your CDs. Okay. Total I have uh seven out right now. And here's a surprising thing. I just happened to look at them the other day. And uh, the last three all have a picture of me with a mule on the front or the back cover. And I, I, I didn't really realize that. But um, anyway, I have seven uh, CDs. I'm presently working on a new one of a collection of my favorite songs from all of the CDs. So I'm in the process of recording that. Most of my... The last four CDs that I have are all original music that I've written. And the latest one that I've completed is called The Old Cowboy Trail. That one has two of the poems that I've just kind of got into. Oh, that's neat. So you're getting into cowboy poetry now, aren't you? Yeah. Maybe I'll, I can talk a little bit about that. That's kind of a unique story. And then maybe I'll do the poem right away. Sure, go ahead. Okay. A friend of mine from Wyoming, her, she met her husband on the internet. She was from Denmark, the country of Denmark. And she came out and married this cowboy. And she talked to me one day and she said, you know, I grew up in Denmark and I don't know what long underwear or long handles or union suits. I don't know what any of that was. So she says, I think you need to write me a song called Cowgirl Lingerie. <laughs> and that's the title of the poem, and that's how I got the title. After about four or five years, could be longer, she finally came back and she said, did you ever write that song? And I said, no, but give me some ideas. And she had nothing but the title. I said, okay. I would go back to my room when I was playing music up there at the lodge and sit down with a notebook and write and write and write. I kind of got it all knocked out, except for the last verse. I thought there should be something more. And when that came out, it was like, okay, that's the story right there. And I put music to it, but the music just just seemed too generic. So we're sitting in, in the bar at Bear Lodge one night, and the door opens up and two cowboys walked in. One of them I immediately knew was Waddy Mitchell, who is the premier cowboy poet out there today. And he was standing next to me. And we started to talk. Well, when the top, top cowboy poet in the country walks up next to you, there's your sign, right? So I said, this, this can't be a song. It's going to be a poem because I could actually, actually hear why Mitchell's voice coming out doing this poem. So that's how it um, all came about as being a poem. So let me do the cowgirl lingerie for you. Sure. It's 
cold here in Wyoming when it's 40 below. You need to be out working in the swirling, drifting snow. You're hitching up the team at the breaking of the day. Happy that you're wearing cowgirl lingerie. You saw them in a catalog with models looking mighty fine. The same design has lasted years, passing down through time. It's the height of fashion, all the ladies say. When you're out on the range, it's cowgirl lingerie. There's lacy ones and pink ones, and they sport a good trap door. They run them from your shoulders clear on down to the floor. For some, they're called long handles, but you don't think that way. For you, they'll just be known as cowgirl lingerie. Your lady friends all have them, and they wouldn't do without. They need to show their sweeter side when they're out and about. Hollywood's most famous. They won't have much to say once you hit the runway in your cowgirl lingerie. Well, there's times they can be quite itchy, and times they'll scratch a lot. Times that go with a bunch of nothing. All your womanly spots. But then they feel the best when they're snow piled on the hay. You know there's nothing warmer than cowgirl lingerie. Most men think of pinup girls and skimpy little things, but they wouldn't last a minute in the cold this winter bring. The ladies on this range, they make it through each day. See the pinup girls we all adore. Her cowgirl lingerie. That that is uh, that's very special, Joe. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. It, it becomes the buzzword after I do it. You know, and you, and you, at the trail rides and that. The next day, the next couple of days, all you hear is cowgirl lingerie. So I think I, I think I hit a good one. You sure have. So what else have you got in store for us? Well, um, I do have. If people are interested in seeing some of the stuff I do, I do have some videos of uh, songs I've done by that are, you know, Ian Tyson, Dave Staney, uh, Gene Autry. I do, I have a, on uh, YouTube, I have some videos. And if you look out, Mr. Bunkhouse Joe, I have, I don't know, seven or eight videos of that. So if you, you know, want to see, kind of see what I do, um, that's there. And I'm going to put some of my own songs out on that too, do some videos and trying to figure this whole new technology thing out. So uh, that will be coming down the line too. Okay. And of course, I'm, I still work on songwriting. I have a couple in the, uh, in the kettle that I'm working on that are, uh, you know, trying to come out, but it all takes time to close. Um, do you have a special song that you would like to, to perform right now or? Oh, sure. Sure. And this one's got a pretty cool story to it. Um, a couple of friends of mine, we were up, uh, had a Sunday afternoon off up on the mountain up in Wyoming there. And we were thinking, what, what should we do? And we thought, well, let's go down to the town of Shell, Wyoming, which is just off Mountain 14. Let's go down to Shell and rob the bank. And then we realized after a little contemplation that there was no bank down in Shell, Wyoming. What was down there was a restaurant a three-stool bar, a post office, and a little quick mart. The quick mart was called Dirty Andy's. And all the old guys would hang out on the porch there. Well, we made the rounds down there and, and had a pretty good afternoon. Um, hit all the places except the post office. We had nothing to send out. But, um, so after having a pretty good day, I came back home and I, I wrote this song called Three Old Desperados. And uh, when I got back and I played it for my two friends, 
Well, Bruce, who, who was a bartender up at the lodge, says, you know, that title isn't too far away from the truth. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Well, he said, when I was young, I was in law school in California, and I robbed a bank. In fact, I robbed two banks, and I got caught, and I went to prison. And he said, I thought, if I don't do something with my life, uh, I'm probably going to go farther downhill. So what he did in prison was he found out that the state of California was going to destroy 60 miles of uh, railroad that had been used in movies. And during the 60 miles of, of track, the terrain was so different that Hollywood could also, you know, they could go a little way down the track and have a whole different look to their movies. Well, he got involved and saved all that, saved the station, and it's now in the historical register in California. So he, nobody knew about that until the song came out and he shared it with everybody, which I thought was kind of cool. That is cool. So I'm going to do this song called Trio Desperados. Joe, I apologize, but the acoustics just didn't pick up right on this recording. So let's try something else. And then we will come back at a later date to hear that again. Um, I do have on my last CD called The Old Cowboy Trail, I have a song on there. I call it the Mule Song. And um, I didn't want to play it here because I didn't quite know. You have to, you have to take it with a grain of salt. because. Um, so, um, so am I going to be offended by this Mule Song? <laughs> no, I think you might not. Okay. I don't know if it was the appropriate song to play today, but um, it's all tongue in cheek. And, and, and as I say it, it's, it's only a mule song. It's, you know, nothing, no underlying uh, messages or anything. Right. Well, you know, anything mule goes over here. So. And, and you got to be the of humor, so I think it's a well worth all. <laughs> and a couple of them that I think you'd like to, uh, to hear particularly the mule song. So. I need to get, you know, get an address so I can send you some stuff over for that. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay. Where are you going to be? I mean, do you have some dates set up, or is this COVID-19 really screwing up your life as well? It, it is. It is. Um, I am kind of hoping to do the high country ride this year, but a lot will depend on yeah, what's going on with the, with the COVID-19. Um, right now, uh, you know, everything is in limbo. I had a few... Uh, dates that I do locally and, and that's all been pretty well scrubbed, you know. Uh, okay. I'm really all booked to think because nobody knows what's going on. Right, so, right. I understand that. So you are on Facebook and mm-hmm. that yeah. pe- people should look you up, Joe Wallace, W-A-L-U-S. And if they wanted to buy your CDs, how would they do that? They uh, can email me at the uh, horse Three at bailand.net, and I get I, I, I charge ten dollars, and that's shipping included. Wow, that's a good deal. Okay, cowboy music for ten bucks. I love it. And you have a picture of you with a mule on some of those CDs. I I, I do I do, and like I said, I didn't realize how many were on there, but the last three all have uh, have Dan the, the mule I was telling you about. So uh, wow, I like Dan. He just sounds like a really cool mule. Absolutely. Um, uh, the key for me, though, to, to love him. You know, like I said, I wrote him, I did write another one, but, uh, and the other one was David. And 
But Dan and I just really, uh, we hit it off and we had a lot of work done together. Wow, that's great. Well, Joe, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, come on Mule Talk. And I, and I want you to come back. I just, uh, I want to see what you're doing and where you're going. Well, I appreciate it. And I enjoy talking with you again, for sure. You know, it's been a long time since our last visit. And I hope, you know, this, this is a nice little uh, get together, get back together. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I I need to head back to Wyoming. Uh, I'll be going to New Mexico this year with a bunch of gals, so we're we're doing a mountain trip there. But yeah, I miss that high country. Okay, well, good luck to you, and um, we'll have you back. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Cindy. Okay. Good to order the CDs from Cowboy Recording Artist Joe Wallace, you can reach him at his email. Horsey3 at Bayland.net. That is Horsey, H-O-R-S-E-Y, the number three at Bayland.net. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email, Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. 